What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ, and it's time for After Hour Tea. Well, welcome back, guys, to After Hour Tea. I know it's been a little bit. Um, I've actually decided to move to Fridays for After Hour Tea because as of right now, I don't think we're going to see any franchises on Fridays, and I think that's kind of like a good wrap-up day for the week. Um, so hopefully moving forward, I'll stick with Fridays. I might switch back to Tuesdays. I don't know. Um, we have a couple premieres coming up soon. We have Orange County, which got pushed back due to the debates. And then we have Salt Lake premiering in November. Um, New Jersey's still filming. Dallas is done. And Atlanta is almost done filming. So you should see a trailer in December, I believe. Um, but yeah, so... Since we're kind of wrapping up the week, I figured I'd give you guys a bunch of extra tea um, that I missed last week for you guys. So um, yeah, let's catch up together. All right, so starting with New York, just in case you missed it, um, Leah has been given a huge pay raise uh, following her first season on New York. Uh, So she only made uh, 3,000 per episode uh, for season 12, which is shockingly low for a first first season on a housewife but um so she had i guess she had threatened to quit the show um after bravo only offered her a small raise for the upcoming 13th season um but page six oh sorry page six reports that bravo and leah came to a decision and she will now be making ten thousand an episode for her second season which i guess is a little better <laughs> um so hopefully they get 22 episodes so that um leah can get that nice chunk of change not like she needs it but um you know it's good for her that was it for New York. Um, I didn't see much going on. Um, not sure if I already told you guys this, but uh, Ramona did confirm she's coming back, um, as well as actually. So it's just Ramona, Leah. Yeah. So Ramona and Leah are the only two that are like confirmed, confirmed back. Um, but I'm assuming Luann is offered the same role, and I'm assuming Sonia is offered the same role. Um, but I will let you guys know if I find any more information on casting updates for season 13 of New York. Moving on to Beverly Hills, I know we talked last time a little bit about like the Camille drama that was going on on Instagram. Um, I'm not sure at what point this has stopped. I'm assuming it stopped now, but I did find a couple tweet or not tweets, Instagram comments between Kyle and Camille again. Um, Kyle had responded to a fan or something and said if they asked her to be back, she would be there in two seconds. Um, and she put the little emoji with the hands up. Um, and Camille responded to that saying, no, my life is not the show unlike yourself. You live and breathe Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I told Denise in February I, would not, I wouldn't want to go back. She asked if I would go back if she was on, and I told her no because it's too toxic. Truth. Um, I still think Camille would be offered, or I still think Camille would go back um, if she got the offer. I don't, uh, I don't see the reason for her to be on right now, so I don't see why... I don't know, she's had, like, little guest appearances, and it's honestly, like, kind of irrelevant. So it's, like, if she accepted those, I don't see why she wouldn't accept more money to be on the show. I I don't see Camille declining that. But, um, hey, whatever floats her boat. I mean, if she just wants to sit back on the sidelines and keep causing drama, that is totally fine with me. Um, Just, you know, more tea for us to talk about, right? And speaking of the Camille drama, um, Teddy actually made it a point to say that she was not going to act like Camille, um, after her departure. Um, so on her new podcast, it's called the Teddy Teapod podcast. Um, she said, I don't want to be the ex housewife that is tweeting on the show years after I have been on the show about other people's problems. 
I never want to be that person. I never want to be the person shading somebody years after. Camille Grammer makes it her sole mission in life to try and put me down on Twitter. Um, yeah, I get what she's saying, but like, I don't think it's her sole mission to put Teddy down. Like, let's be real. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like with Camille, I feel like her and Brandy specifically are like trying to stay relevant in the world of Beverly Hills Housewives, but it's like their time is done and I really feel like they need to just move on. And um, honestly, it's just getting really annoying now. Like, I don't even feel like Camille, like, I mean, this last season she filmed a confessional from home. Like, I just think it's like super unnecessary. Like, I don't know why they're giving her, like, if they want her back, they want her back. But I, I don't know. I just, um, I just think their time is done and they don't, they don't need that extra light on the show unless they're being hired back, really. To wrap up with Beverly Hills, there hasn't been much going on, but a lot of people are speculating about cast rumors. Um, I guess there's a rumor going around that Erica hasn't been offered a role to come back, but that rumor has literally been going around since season eight. So like, just letting you guys know that nothing has been confirmed or denied, but I don't see her not being on the show. Uh, I, I don't know, I don't like if that makes sense. I, it's all speculation, really. Um, I mean, she brings a level of glamour to the show, but th she doesn't bring anything else besides that. So it's like, I love having her on. Um, I wouldn't want to see her go. But honestly, um, you know, if Bravo does decide to get rid of her, I do feel like a lot of their ratings would go down just because of the fact that she adds that extra glamour to the show. Um, as far as casting for next season, um, besides the people that are already confirmed, um, there had been a lot of speculation around, um, I guess, Sophia Hutchins, who I have no idea who she is. I don't, you know, sound off in the comments if you know who she is. I don't know who she is. But, um, and then also Caitlyn Jenner uh, joining. And I guess um, I posted this on my Instagram and actually a lot of people um, said no. Like there was like 18% of you guys said uh, yes, which is like a very small percentage. And then like the rest of you guys were like, no. And I'm with you guys on the no. I don't think Caitlyn Jenner belongs on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, it would be cool to... I, I would say this, though. Um, it would be cool to see um, a trans woman um, represented on the Housewives of Beverly Hills or just on the franchise itself. But um, I don't think Caitlyn Jenner is a fit at all with these women. Um, de yeah, definitely just not a fit. Um, but yeah, I guess that there was a speculation that those two would be joining... Um, but Andy did confirm that Bravo has not approached Caitlyn um, or Sophia to join Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for the 11th season. Um, during uh, his uh, XM radio show on Thursday, um, he said, I know that they have expressed their interest publicly. Um, on social media, they've tagged me in posts saying, we think this is a great idea, but we've never talked to them formally. That rumor is not true. No, I just don't see it. Um, I don't see it either. I just don't see it happening. Um, like, I know that there are they might be like within that friend's circle. I don't know. I don't see any of those women. I mean, I know Kyle talks to Kris Jenner, but um, I don't know how Kyle would talk to Caitlyn. I, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I, what I wish Bravo would stop doing is um, hiring celebrities to be on Beverly Hills because I feel like the celebrities, like they don't want to show a lot of their life. And I'm not, I'm not aiming that towards Denise. Um, but I, I kind of am at the same time because it's like there was there was things that Denise shut down that it's like, you know, you're on this show, you kind of have to talk. And, and I'm not talking about the Brandy thing, but even like the whole kids situation. Um, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. I just feel like what they need to do is they need to hire um, 
still hire interesting people, but I think that they need to bring on people that um, that we want to see more about their lives that we don't already see. Like we don't need to see um, like we don't need to see Chris Jenner on the show. We don't. Um, we've seen her on TV for 20 years. I don't think that we need to see her in this setting particularly. Um, so yeah, I think for me, for Beverly Hills, I'd like to see less celebrities and more um, true housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I think that's what we need, especially with New York too. I, I, you know, I've talked to you guys about my casting feelings on New York, but that's what we're looking at for that. Moving on to OC, which is starting in a couple weeks, I believe, October 16th. I don't even know the exact date, but um, it's coming up soon. Um, so Bronwyn hints that she could be divorcing her husband of 20 years, Sean, um, which is kind of a shock because, I mean, they seemingly had a good relationship at the beginning of the last season that we saw them in. So I feel like this is kind of a bit of a shock. Um, so the couple's daughter, Rowan, captioned an Instagram post. Um, she said, quote, fuck you, mom, uh, which is really kind of harsh. But um, yeah, it says Bronwyn took to her Instagram stories to respect the family's privacy. Um, and this is what she said. Our family asks for your understanding as we work through some challenging circumstances. 45 million Americans will experience mental health issues. This affects almost every family and ours is no different. We will share with you more when the time is right. We kindly ask for your grace and kindness and thank everyone for their support. Um, yeah, and then it says Bronwyn then also had to put up a shot that referenced co-parenting uh, when split parents coordinate to take care of their children. Um, and the repost read, new to the co-parenting world, it doesn't have to suck. It won't feel like this forever. You just need some perspective. Knowing what to expect will save your sanity. Um, and then she captioned the post with a link to a Zoom session with Michelle Dempsey, who is a divorce specialist. So um, kind of a weird way to put that out in the world. But, um, you know, hey, she's just telling her story. Um, really interesting because the season has wrapped. So I don't know if we're going to see what's going on in her marriage on the show. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like I know that much about Bronwyn. I mean, I do, but I don't at the same time. So it's like... Um, I mean, I don't know if you guys watched last season of OC, and I liked her, but I didn't love her. And um, I, I think um, it's going to be, I think she'll fit in with this new cast, um, but definitely not with uh, the old cast. I didn't think that she fit in very well with um, the, the dynamic. Um, I think that, you know, I'm praying for her. I mean, she's got a lot of kids. Um, and co-parenting, obviously, one parent is even... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm misspeaking. Co-parenting with even one child is just a difficulty. But then I think she has, like, seven or eight kids. Or I don't know. She has, like, a high number of kids, if you guys remember. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I always... I, like, from what I got last season, I think she has, like, a very eccentric um, marriage. I mean, it was very kind of peculiar. Um, I don't... I don't know. Like, I don't know what you guys think. Tell me what you guys think, because I don't know. This is just kind of weird to me to hear this. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought her and Sean were kind of in a good place. But then again, like I said, I don't really know her um, or I don't feel like I know her that well. Um, also, a little bit of shade. Um, the One of the Housewives pages I follow um, was just commenting on um, Bronwyn and Sean and kind of giving us the little spilling the tea I should say about um, her uh, potential divorce and Vicky um, we all know Vicky the OG of the OC she commented 
on the post and said, um, said, and I quote, <laughs> hmm, looks like being on Real Housewives of Orange County only took one year before their marriage had issues. The housewife curse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, um, I feel like I kind of know what Vicky's talking about. I mean, like, you know, I'm not married, but just from watching all the franchises across the board and seeing marriages come and go, I think one of the things that people have to remember is every single move that these people are making in their lives are being judged. Um, and, you know, in a, in a non-negative connotation way, I do have to say that Vicky's a little bit right because, um, you know, I mean they've been together for a long time and all of a sudden they're in the limelight and now they're being judged for their appearance, the way they talk to their kids, the way they do this, the way they parent their kids. And it's, it's a lot, you know? Um, and if I was a parent, I would definitely, it, it would, it's a test really. And we've seen it with so many different marriages. We've seen it with Greg and Nene. We've seen it with Vicky and Dawn. We've seen it with, um, I mean, fucking Teresa and Joe, come on guys. I mean, they obviously had issues before the show aired, but you know, like, when the, when these marriages get aired in such a public way, it's very hard to it's very hard to come back from that, you know. And I think um, with that said, I'm rooting for Bronwyn. I hope everything's okay, and I hope we get to see a little bit more. All right. So on the topic of OC, since we were just talking about Beverly Hills, um, I have a little bit of crossover tea for you guys. <laughs> so Tamara Judge um, is calling Brandy Glanville out for lying. Shocker. Um, recently Andy was on uh, Brandy's podcast it's called Brandy Glanville Unfiltered if you haven't listened to it and on the podcast the pair talked about um, Tamara being fired from OC and um, this is what Brandy said she said I felt like Vicky and Tamara told their entire stories and they both said that you are an ageist this is what she said to Andy so um, Brandy also said they said you were going against them because they got too old um so this claim that Brandy was referring to was on an interview that Tamara had done in June on the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. Um, and on that episode, Tamara stated that Bravo wanted younger housewives. Um, so that was a quote from her. Um, but now, so this is Tamara's, Tamara's response to Brandy on her podcast. Uh, Tamara said, I did not say Andy fired me due to my age. Um, this is what she told to Celeb. I don't know if that's a magazine um, or whatever, but... Uh, she went on to say that that is just ridiculous since Shannon um, is older than me and still employed. Um, she went on to say, um, she uh, she went on on Brandy saying that this is just another one of Brandy's ignorant attacks. Um, last year on her podcast, she said that I don't see my granddaughter and I have a mental condition. Both of those statements are not true either. I refuse to sit back while this woman continues to spread lies, lies, and more lies. Uh, Tamara responded to Brandy's claims that... Um, she told her entire story and said that as far as my story being played out, I wasn't filming a story. I was sharing my life. I gave a lot to Bravo and the viewers in the past 12 years, and I'm thankful for my time on Housewives of Orange County. Um, Tamara, you know what I've noticed? She's been very humble about the whole experience. Um, at first, she was a little bitter, but in every single interview that she's done, um, I've noticed that she's been very humble about the whole experience. Vicky's had some moments, but um, rightfully so. I mean, she's been on the show for a long time, but um, I just have to say Brandy is a liar. Uh, she's a shitster. I mean, what do you expect? Uh, I don't feel like there's anything else that we need to add to that, judging by the season we've had with Beverly Hills. 
So in continuation with that, um, Andy did react to Tamara's claims um, that she and Vicky were fired due to their age. So also on the podcast, Brandy went on to say that um, she was referring to the comment that was said on the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. Um, but she also went on to say that one thing they said to each one of my friends who are younger and auditioned for Orange County, they want to have younger housewives. I thought, well, that's interesting. And then it shows. The ones they've hired have all been younger. So I do think there's more truth to that. Uh, but Andy did shut that down. Um, uh, and he said that Ramona is older than Vicky. If you look at the women on our shows, there's a lot of women that are really thriving in their 50s and late 50s. Um, and he said, yeah, no, I don't care for that comment. Um, and he also went on to say, Vicky to this day makes me absolutely laugh. We just felt that the show needed some new air. We needed to air it out and see where it went. These two women were identifiable with it and always and will always be. I hope they will someday be back in some capacity. Um, you know, that kind of gives me a little bit more clarity because actually I haven't heard Andy talk much about the OC casting. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I just feel like OC, since it's the longest running franchise, it was the first one, it definitely needed a switch up. I just was not expecting that to go in that direction. I really thought that um, there was more to show with um, Vicky and Tamara. I don't feel like their stories, per se, were played out, um, unlike some other women on other franchises whom we not speak of. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like um, I get where Andy's coming from. Um, and again, Brandy is uh, a shitster. So that's all we need to say. <laughs> okay, so I do have a little bit of Atlanta drama for you, but I don't want to get into it too much because honestly, it kind of made me a little uncomfortable. But um, Nene Leakes um, was, after months of speculation, she did confirm her departure from the show. And um, I think I kind of talked about this last last time. Um, and if I didn't, you know, welcome. Um, <laughs> But, um, so at first it was kind of like a peaceful transition, but then I guess um, somehow along the mix, um, Nini kind of turned it into a race thing. So I don't know. So I think it started on an episode of Watch What Happens Live. Um, Andy had on Wendy Williams. And I'm not exactly sure what they talked about on the show, but somehow it ended with Nini going on Twitter saying that Andy was a racist and that Wendy is like, a liar or whatever. I don't even know. But basically, um, what I pulled from Twitter was that she tweeted, we strictly talk in the OGs. I was the only black OG. My white counterparts were elevated and given full season episodes every season. Each season I was given less and less. Don't ask me at, oh, sorry. Don't ask me at Andy and at Bravo and ask them why. Um, I mean, honestly, like if I'm being honest, I, I, I'm not caught up on the last season of Atlanta, so I don't know, I can't judge it off of that, but all I know is that, like, if I know Nini from the 11 seasons that I've seen of her, um, she's definitely reaching, because Andy's not racist at all, let's be real, um, and I, I just think that, like, she's kind of looking for a reason to get mad at this point, um, I'm, again, I'm not really sure what happened last season, I don't know if she was, like, given less time or whatever, but, like, regardless, like, Nini's Nini, and, like, she's one of my favorite OGs. I, I like her a lot, but she kind of goes off, like, unnecessary, unnecessary, un, why can't I speak? She goes off, like, when it's, like, really unnecessary, and so I feel like with her, um, you kind of just have to, like, ignore her, so I don't know. Praying for her, love and light. 
And finishing off with Potomac, um, I did catch these comments um, on Instagram. I'm not sure. I just came across them um, on a page that I follow. Um, and I guess a, house, a Housewives fan commented and said, Monique is super angry this season. And then another Housewives fan responded to her saying, you would be too when all the women are plotting against you and your family. So that was posted. And then I guess Candace uh, responded to the last person that responded. And she said, don't be deceived. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, we can't, like, we can't be deceived because, what, like, what we're watching is what we're watching. So, like, and all we see is what we see is what we get like you know we have to judge based off of what we're watching right now like i don't know why candace came so hard for monique this season i really don't um moving on i also found some comments on um something about a post that ashley posted it was like a selfie or whatever um and uh somebody said it's infuriating how much you let that man disrespect you you deserve better stop making babies with a man who doesn't value your marriage holy shit that's i didn't read that fully that's pretty rough um, anyways, Ashley responded to that and said, I've made mistakes in my marriage and Michael forgave me. We're not perfect, but still love each other and keep trying. Um, again, all we see is what we're watching. So we have to judge based off of that. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I feel like, um, but see, this thing is with Ashley, it's a different situation. Like... I mean, obviously she said, I've made mistakes in our marriage, but like, what could be more of a mistake than cheating on your wife, grabbing a man's ass, sexually harassing somebody that works on the film crew that you work on? Like, what can be more detrimental than that? Like, I feel like Ashley makes excuses for this man all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's nothing much to say about that. I feel like with Ashley, like, well, y'all know how I feel about her. So I know we did talk about the fight on the Potomac reaction that I had for this week. Um, but I did catch this uh, tweet that Candace put out there. Uh, I'm not sure if this was like a week before or maybe it was the Saturday before the Sunday episode. But um, someone must have said something on Twitter. So this is like a, res a response. Um, so Candace said, you'll see everything, all of it. They really left little, if anything, out. It's raw. It's very traumatic for me. I would be lying if I said I'm okay. I'm not. The level of instability a person has to have to behave the way she did and then double down on it is incomprehensible. Um, yeah, I won't talk too much about this because we kind of discussed it already um, on the reaction. But actually, I do want to. Actually, um, I do want to talk a little bit more about this because um i shared my thoughts with you guys i really like you know up until the fight i was really on monique's side and then i kind of definitely went to the middle i didn't go 100 percent on candace's side but i definitely went to the middle um i don't condone violence at all but um you know obviously um candace was very provoking um and um well let me continue with my tea that i found so monique actually responded not to Candace directly, but she did comment on the fight um, that we were going to see. And she said, um, this was on Twitter, the blessing of experiencing lows means there's nowhere to go but up. Keep watching to see the entire journey. I'm grateful for my ups and my downs because they help me grow. I'll continue, I'll continue to look for the positives wrapped within the negatives and move forward. Um, I don't know. This just gets me thinking that like she's not going to be on the show anymore. 
I mean, like, normally after, like, big fights like this, like, housewives are, like, not asked back. So, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of sad because, like, I actually really like Monique and I feel like this is going to be her downfall. And, um, but it's also kind of her rise in a weird way because um, I feel like she's just so more sure of herself than she was a couple seasons ago. But, um, yeah, this fight definitely took a toll on, you know, everything. Like, it changed everything, I feel like. And, um... Even though we saw it, I don't feel like we really saw it and that we really, like, understood what happened. But, I mean, then again, we want, you guys watched the same thing I watched. So, um, I did read a little bit on the blogs. Um, actually, this wasn't the blog. This was um, a transcript from the Daily Dish podcast. I'm not sure if you guys listened to that. But um, I will read it for you, um, the snippets that I found to be interesting. So Candace said that she believes Monique was looking for an opportunity to engage with her as the tension between them had been building up all season. Um, however, Monique said during a separate interview with the Daily Dish podcast in a bonus episode um, that the conflict with Candace also caught her off guard that night. Uh, she said, I quote, one action led to the next. I was in no way, shape or form anticipating that in that moment, this is going to turn physical. Monique said, um, I just want the fans to know... Sorry. Um, I just want the fans to know that this wasn't something that was premeditated. This was something that was based off of the energy being returned. And it just turned into something very ugly. Uh, Monique said that she regrets things getting to that level. I just wish that none of it ever happened. I wish that when I felt triggered, I was aware enough of myself to just walk away. And we learn. I just wish it I just, wish it just never got out of hand. Um, Candace also never wanted it to escalate the way that it did between her and Monique um Candace said I really didn't want it to become an argument and I wish still to this day that I had not engaged had not engaged her as I had really done in in every previous instance where she was trying to start an argument she explained and I wish I just wa had walked away um they also um talk more about the winery and like the night at the winery and then the aftermath of the altercation um and how their families reacted um and if they've since talked to each other, but I don't think, um, there wasn't that much. I mean, they haven't talked to each other. So, um, here's the thing, guys, this is going to be really interesting. Um, I feel like it's one of those things where, um, they're so both in the wrong that, um, I don't know, like two, I mean, two wrongs don't make a right. So it's like with this situation, like, I feel like they need to hash it out, but also I just feel like it's kind of just good to like move on if that makes sense i don't know um i just feel like um yeah this fight was just really bad like i don't know what you guys think it was just so bad well my friends we have reached the end of after hour tea um also i was listening back to this podcast that i recorded and um if you're wondering why it sounds like i'm talking into a fucking red solo cup towards the end it's because <laughs> I was talking and I was so involved in the story of what I was sharing with you guys that my mic fell down to the ground. Um, it makes more sense if like you're looking at me while I'm recording this, um, but like my mic fell down to the ground and I just kept talking and moving my hands like an angry Italian and I didn't know. And <laughs> so, um, sorry guys if it sounds like um, kind of muffled, but um, you know, we have fun here. You know, we roll with the punches. Um, you guys know me, I run into some technical difficulties, but I roll with it. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys are liking After Hour Tea, um, and let me know if you 
want me to talk about anything else, but um, I kind of just um, go through social media and I search through as much tea as I can find and I bring it to you guys so you guys feel like you are caught up with everything going on. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely going to keep doing this. And like I said, um, I'm probably going to end up doing this on Fridays just because that's like a good day to like end the week with, um, you know. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you on Sunday for Potomac. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.